0: Our next guests are the co hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This
1: is The Big Show. They call me
0: Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Mm -hmm. Show.
1: show. Ladies and
2: gentlemen, The Big Show. It's some big Show. Is everybody ready? It's Thursday, Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling.
0: This is The Big Show on 97.5,
3: 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you very much for making us part of your Thursday. We are live from the warehouse. Come see us, 1967 South, 300 West. We have jazz gear for you, tons of shirts, we've got hats, we've got desk ornaments for you, and of course, as always, at the warehouse, price is so low, it will blow your mind. Always fun to come hang out with Tom and the gang down here. Come join us, 1967 South, 300 West. And actually, Gordon, first of all, how are you? It's good to
4: see I'm you. I'm doing well. How are you?
3: Well, I'm, I'm going to be in trouble probably with you and with, with Tom. Because I was here last week, and Tom told me to tell you that uh, the thing you were looking for, he Uh has. Oh. And I I forgot to, to tell you. So I'm telling you now so you and Tom don't yell at me too much.
4: Well, you're a week late and a dollar short. Sure, I know. Right? I blew it. I, I feel really terrible about all, myself. All week but long, I've, I've been wondering, what about that stuff? I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tom well, told me to well, tell you, and I forgot to tell Tom you. Now Tom thinks I was just ignoring him after he hustled to get what I wanted.
3: Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll bite the bullet. All, all right? right? I'll, all I'll right. take responsibility. The responsibility is mine. I, yeah, I well, apologize. We
4: all make mistakes. Some make more than others, but, you know.
3: I do make a bunch of mistakes, it's true.
4: Everybody does. <laughs> Called
3: myself by a horrible wrong name on air before.
4: Yeah, you did, and everybody likes to make fun of you for that. Yeah, the I... problem is they can't repeat what you said. No,
3: they can't and will not. Uh, I had an unfortunate uh, report about Matt Harpering once. <laughs> I've made are some, those the two worst? I've made some doozies. I don't know how you can. get For me, much from... those are those yeah. are
4: the two worst. Yeah, yeah, those are the two worst. The, pro, much the more... pro bowler thing was pretty. Uh... Well, I was right about you, the pro you, bowler you, thing, but you were you were oh so wrong. But you know, there's no re- new reason for us to Th- that. That was not my that. fault. That was somebody else's. Fault. I, I, I usually I'll agree with you on that, especially when it has to do with Lloyd. But I, in that particular case, it was you. But in this
3: case, I, I forgot to deliver the message, and I'm sorry, and I'll apologize to Tom, too. But the uh, point being that uh, the prices are so low, Gordon, uh, you really can't go anywhere else. And, and you and I uh, love coming down to the warehouse because we know they'll take care of our listeners. Yeah. And uh, uh, occasionally we'll, uh, we'll shop down here ourselves. So yep. there you go. Anyway, yep. I did not, uh, did not deliver the message. I apologize. I apologize. All right. We have a lot to do on the show today. We're we going do. to talk some college football. Uh, we'll talk with Josh Parcell at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. He's a radio host in Charlotte, but uh, he covers college football. He does the College Football Country podcast. That's kind of where he uh, came up in the world as covering and, and, college football. And the thing
4: about him is, and I think our listeners really love this quality. He is so freaking passionate about it. Oh, yeah. He's you know? It's like... We're talking about his entire world, even though we know that what's important is far beyond college football. But to him, it seems like it's everything. And actually, we may mix a couple of Charlotte
3: questions in there because I am curious their reaction to uh, Kimba Walker leaving uh, to kind of the fan, the vibe, that town basketball. Is so big there, as you know. And then we can uh, mix in a Cam Newton question or, or something if you want to. We can talk a little NFL with him. Does anyone
4: around here care about Cam Newton?
3: No, probably not. Should Should I ask him if I uh, should draft uh, what's his name oh, is, uh, in my
4: fantasy football league? Oh, here Christian we go McCaffrey. Uh, Self service uh, radio. I, I, I don't know what. Yeah, well, we've all been guilty of that, but uh, I, I, some more blatantly than others. I, but yeah, I, I, I do not know what he. Do you have a Heisman uh, vote, Jake? I, I I don't know what his workout regimen is. But does he look like he has transformed his body?
3: Oh, yeah. He looks like a superhuman. Do you remember him at at Stanford and you you kind of thought of him as little? Yeah,
4: Yeah, somehow. Somehow that got rearranged. But A lot of us like to rearrange our body a little bit. You don't care anymore because you're married now. Nah, let go, yeah. yeah and the, I mean, they, that was your plan all along. See, that's, that's remarkable to me. But a lot of our listeners are, take pride in how they look and how they feel and the way they build themselves up and have the six pack and the, you know, the, uh, like Austin for instance. He, he's a man who takes great pride in his physique and uh, and, and attends to that, uh, but. I don't know, maybe some people don't. A little early in the show to start mocking Austin. Mocking?
3: you know, we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna lose Austin for the show. We can't do that. You can't uh I wasn't start mocking. this stuff. So see,
4: here's the problem. Austin's had paid. a long
3: day. He's had a show, had to fill in a little for Lloyd, and now yeah. you're just uh you're just coming in starting fire. No, I am just complimenting him.
4: Austin, uh, how'd you take it?
0: Never like that. Never like a compliment.
4: <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, some people just you 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 make fun of them; they get mad at you. You, you pay them a compliment; they don't trust it. And uh, that was from the heart. Sounded so,
3: like it, certainly yeah. did. Uh, we'll talk some NBA as well, of course. Uh, My body time. is a
0: machine, a
4: vending machine, <laughs> but uh, you know that's <laughs> very clever. We'll talk some Utah Jazz basketball. You know, I think Austin should do stand up. He has done stand up before. What's that supposed I... to be? He doesn't do it anymore. He should do it. He should do it. Yeah, Austin's let's hilarious. A, let's get a hold of uh, wise guys over there. Get Keith Stubbs on yeah, the horn. Yeah, get, get our good friend Keith. Yeah, get uh, get a get, you can do a set or two over there, can't you, Austin?
0: I don't know what agenda you have here.
3: I'm really, no. really, really worried. I heard Ma Austin uh, talking about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel on his show today, and that's about a stand-up comedian. Austin should really, you should really get into that show, Austin. Like. That's what I've heard. I do. I need to get on it. It's funny. Never seen it. You would like it too. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. It's uh it's uh, she's a a stand-up comic in uh, 1959.
4: Ah. Uh, kind of in the Lenny Bruce. Uh, uh Lenny Bruce is a character in the show. Oh, is he? Uh-huh. Yeah. Got himself in some trouble by saying controversial things back then. He's a
3: character on there. You should watch. it's really good. Oh. Okay. But apparently in I guess in is it in LA, Austin, they're having Marvelous Mrs. Maisel day where where companies are like giving out 1959 prices. Oh really? Yeah, right. Yeah, today only well, fits right in with where we are. I was about to say, you know what? It's 1959 every day here <laughs> at the warehouse. Yeah. You've got to see these prices for yourself. All right, should we start off with a little college football? Let's court? do that. Let's uh, let's get to the split story of the day, Austin.
0: Two guys, two topics, two opinions. You talk. give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone and the zone sports network. Deep to the end zone to Shumway. He's got it. Touchdown by action. Wilson. There is Bushman. He
2: to the left of Wilson second and 17 after the sack another blitz as Wilson throws to the far side has a man it's up and it is caught at the 25 to the 20 to the 15 10-5 BYU touchdown on a long pitch and catch Zach Wilson with another dart to the far side leads to a BYU score a Hifo with the touchdown grab 28-10 to when the Cougars trailed 10-7 at the half
3: alright Gordon uh, our friend Jay Drew Soon to be of the Deseret News, but I guess currently of the Salt Lake Tribune, because this uh, article we're going to talk about here was uh, in the Salt Lake Tribune, up at sltrib.com. Yeah, we said goodbye to him yesterday, so uh, I guess he starts,
4: I, I believe, Friday.
3: I know, we actually blamed Dirk. You, you, uh, when we brought Dirk on, I had about the first minute and a half while you uh, came back from that and got into the studio and participated Mm -hmm. in the interview and i don't think you heard the part where i blamed dirk for you not being there at the beginning of the interview well how oh it's because dirk hired jay and you were (laughs) over there to say goodbye to jay does dirk have that kind of power dirk is all powerful okay all right don't we all know this by
4: now well, uh, he's been out in a while, a couple of decades now.
3: In all seriousness, glad Jay's going to continue to cover BYU. He he really does a terrific job. Terrific reporter. Great guy. Um, but uh, he wrote uh, this article today in the Salt Lake Tribune. Gordon headlined, BYU insists it has plenty of playmakers despite the loss of talented receiver Neil Pauu. This is something that uh, that has been a big deal, or uh, you've talked about, really yeah. for the past year and a half, because it was certainly an issue last year. It sure was. Do you think that they've developed those
4: playmakers? Do you think we're going to see something different this year? I don't know. And uh, I have thought about it, and I have considered the various players that uh, are being talked about as playmakers – uh, Satake uh, Fezzi, not uh, not uh, Kalani, uh, has said that they're six deep and wide receiver, maybe more than that. And that's what you think of when you think of playmakers. You think of running backs and receivers. And uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I do think that guys can make progress from one year to the next. You and I talked about Gunnar Romney the other day, the much uh, the highly recruited. Uh, wide receiver that ended up at BYU, and he was hurt last year. Had that hamstring that was with him. Uh, couldn't really shake it, and so he couldn't show what he could do a year ago. Uh, whether Micah Simon can step up and 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 contribute more. Uh, Hefo is is there. He's 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 a talent. He led them in receiving yards last year. Uh, I, I don't know. And then there's that new kid, uh, Keanu Hill, is that his name, mm-hmm. uh, who's a freshman, who they're very high on. They think he's very talented. Zach Wilson had nice things to say about him. All I can tell you is if BYU has any chance to achieve its goals this season, those playmakers have to be prominent. Think back to B- the great BYU teams. They didn't necessarily have speed demons. They did on occasion, but not frequently. But they had playmakers, guys who could get open and then get a few yards after the catch and make big plays. And that has been absent for a while. So we'll see. It is so important that when you're playing this kind of competition that the Cougars have early in the year, including the Utes, You've got to have guys who can make those kinds of plays, because BYU's offense cannot always march down the field with uh, with that uh, you know running attack. Williams might be really good. That offensive line might be really good, but they have to have contributions uh, from these guys on the uh, on the outside. And, and 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. They're optimistic down there, but I guess we're going to find out in a hurry. Come August 29.
3: I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm I'm in the same place with BYU's receivers and talking about them specifically for a moment as I am with with Utah's. Not that the talent is equal, but I'm in a kind of a I believe it when I see it kind of mode because I just don't think that there's a, a proven, you know, de- a definitive playmaker at that position that's out there. With that said, I've been waiting for Micah Simon to break out for a couple of years now. I think he still can, but we haven't seen it. Gunnar Romney is the one that's really fascinating to me Uh because he did. He was ballyhooed coming in and was supposed to be – I love how PK put it the other day uh, listening to DJ and PK, Austin Collie Light. I mean, they were expecting a a player uh, out of him. And, you know, if he's healthy, can't he really make that next step to be that guy? Um you know, I think there we're not going to see Matt Bushman have to block his way onto the field, block his way to playing time this year. He's going to be hitting the ground running. And I, I'm fascinated to see Tyson Williams as well. But we, here's where I really agree with you. You look at... If we think Zach Wilson can be a, a really good quarterback at BYU, let's look back at the other really good quarterbacks, and they always had a guy. Yeah. A guy. Uh, a, a real player. I mean, Max Hall had a bunch of them, but he had Austin Collie and if you want to throw Dennis Pitta in there, those are those are two ballers. John Beck had uh, Todd Watkins. Man, that guy could play. Uh, even Riley Nelson had Mitch Matthews.
4: Steve, Mitch. Steve Sarkeesian had... had uh... Uh, targets was that uh, back in the Drage days, or was no. that that was no, it wasn't like Kaipo, McGuire and okay. uh, and a uh, name I can't pronounce, but uh, yeah they had guys who could f- play they and had you dudes. mentioned Drage yep. yeah there there are other guys that that were along the way that were of that ilk and so yeah well are there those guys ready to go this time around. BYU seems as though they're optimistic that they have them. I'll just say that they have to have them. Otherwise, they can't have a winning record. But I can't stress the running
3: game. Uh, I, I think it needs to start with the running game, though. I really do. Uh, they got to find that dude, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, it, Kato, uh, Katoa and Tyson Williams and, and that running back core, they they can't. Waste that great offensive line. They need to be really productive. We we think about those uh, previous uh, quarterbacks as well. They had Curtis Brown and and Harvey Unga and Fui Vakapuna and these these really solid, really good running backs. So I mean, this is maybe this is too obvious to take. Everybody needs to play well, Gordon. But as a sophomore, I don't think Zach Wilson is in that position where he can go Tom Brady at where he makes a bunch of average players really good. Uh, He may get there in his career, but right now he needs needs the help.
4: Well, and when you look at the, the guys a year ago, they were absent too much of the time. They were absent. Yep. Yep, I, I mean, Matt had, Bushman had, wasn't had, even on the field for half the year. Yeah, you had HIFO yeah. doing those jet sweeps, uh, but th- that's not enough, man. got nope. you ha got to have guys who can make plays, and I know that's a cliche, but but those guys have to be there that can, you know, get you a 15, 20, 25, 30-yard reception. And they were tough to come by. Who's the
3: – uh, from the receivers, who's
4: the uh, who's the likely candidate in your mind? I would say HIFO. You'd bet on HIFO? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think so. He's undersized at, at a receiver, but uh, yeah, I think he's he's probably there are guys in like talent way. What do you make of someone like that? Do you believe in development? Do you believe a guy like that who can 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 step in and play a major role? I mean, doesn't it seem like he's I, I hate to put this on a college kid, but has he underperformed?
3: Hmm. Cuz
4: that's kind of what you'd
3: be alluding to if he
4: broke out, right? Well, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know where these guys are as far as uh, what goes on in our life and, and the uh, extenuating circumstances on the field, the play calling, and that sort of thing. There's a lot of things to take into consideration. This is just so very important, and we've heard Kalani Sataki talk about it over and over and over again. The word that kept appearing in Jay's story and that we've heard from Kalani, explosiveness. Mm-hmm. Where is it? It was nowhere last year. BYU fans, where was it last year?
3: So is it going to be developed then or is this some somebody needs to Well, we've got some new guys in there who I think are, are athletes. Well, that's why going to is so things. intriguing to me. Yeah. Cuz if he's healthy, could he be that guy? Because we he's he's the one with kind of the built-in excuse, right? with uh freshman being a freshman and having the hammy there's yeah. kind of that well okay well those two things are, are
4: crossed off now really show me what you can do it's it it's, it's a mystery and like you said they're optimistic about it based on performances in camp thus far but uh see what's the date today the 15th we're playing we're playing ball two, two weeks, weeks from, from now. today mm-hmm.
3: You two know, one freaking weeks. One other thing, just to add to this conversation, real quick, MLP needs to get his his school stuff figured out and uh, and get onto this roster because I I think that could help. Because if they want to run a lot of double tight like they did last year, I mean that could be really effective in the play action game, right? If you've got two really dynamic pass catching
4: tight ends. What's the status of? Uh, I always get these names wrong, but Takuafu? Tukwafu is Tukuwafu. in camp. Yeah, yeah, he's in camp. Is he, is he in a position he, to the, help
3: out? The problem with, well, problem. Uh, he could have zero problems to my knowledge. But he hasn't played in six years. Yeah. He hasn't played football in six years. Now, he he could hit the ground and just be awesome. But, I mean,
4: been a minute. Yeah. so I, I'll go back to what you said about Bushman. This guy's too good to waste. Yep. He has got to get involved in the offense. He has, been, he has got to be given the opportunity to be involved in that offense in a major way. I, anybody who watched the Cougars back when Dennis Pato was playing knows how, how effective a tight end can be. And, and it seems like Bushman has the skill set to do that if they will allow him. Somewhere, our boy Johnny Harleen is going, Gordon, what about me? Come uh, on, well, bro. Well, he was good, too, and he was pretty good with a six-string in his hand, too he is a guitar player he is a he is a good guitar player all
3: right we are live at one of our very favorite places the warehouse 1967 south 300 west it's uh, one of our very favorites because one we get to hang out with tom but two we know our listeners will be well taken care of and tom i've got to start off today i got to apologize did you hear me apologize gordon right off the top of the show i was supposed to deliver a message that i failed to deliver i apologize It's a good thing I love you, man.
4: I know. See, I
1: I let down Tom. See,
4: you you let down Tom, but you also made me look as though I was disrespecting Tom. Well, that's
1: why I felt like I had to come clean. Listen, that's two apologies in a week. No more. <laughs> not a good week for <laughs> no me. No more, man. He no, doesn't not need a good, to hear, not, uh, I'm sorry, over and over. No. Because uh, love Neither
3: of you do, really. Never having never to say Never having it. to say, I'm yes, sorry. No, that's really a right, reference
4: man. if he's too young.
3: But you know. I, I dropped
1: the ball, and so I thought I needed to uh, take responsibility. You're the man. But the point being... You, you, Tom, no, no, seriously, that's twice. I heard last week on the radio apologize to Gordon. I did. Yeah, because Then I, you apologized to me. Are you getting soft on me? No, I just... You
3: know, I didn't want to let down the people I love. That's all. I mean, I, a, I was he, mean he, to Gordon and now I I I did not uh, uh do what you
4: asked of me. And it was like, really easy Tom, to do. He's too. like you in this regard. A people pleaser. That's what you do. It's good.
1: I'm here to please today. Well, and when Gordon and the the Monson family need something done, they know where to go. Smart. Nobody's ever ever accused his wife of not being smart. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Me, yes. Her, no. You, daily. But her, absolutely not. uh... Be careful. You're going to have to apologize again. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. Hey, I just jumped on the freeway. We were supposed to be doing this tomorrow, and because of uh, conflict with the tour to Utah, we moved it to today, and I knew it, but I kind of forgot it, so I made a quick phone call. I was down in Orem. That store is coming. Are you ready? Almost? We are going to try to be open two weeks from tomorrow.
3: Oh, wow. It, it is coming.
1: Yeah, and it's big and it's beautiful and it's going to be boom. Blow your mind.
4: So you got the Utah BYU game on Thursday, and on Friday, you have the big open. I think How that about we ought that? to
1: try to open it that night. So oh, that'd you be could sweet. Do, yeah, maybe a little bit of pre-opening. Even if we're not ready, come in because we're a working warehouse. We can make do with boxes in the aisles. It's all right. Yeah, have our listeners
4: come in and give them special
1: deals, right? Hundred percent, not a hundred percent discount. But... <laughs> seen that, that, too that, far. You, you we're guys giving have, stuff away. You guys have seen race go nuts. He'd <laughs> really go nuts if we did that. Hey, I've got. I told you last week, but Gordon, I went to the furniture show, and I called in some chips. And you've done that. Sure. Everybody in their life has a favor that's due. And I said, I'm opening a new store, and it's big. And it's really twice as big as it's supposed to be. So I have to buy twice as much inventory to make it look... you got to fill it. Fill yeah. It. So I went to some of my very best friends in this industry and a friend whose name is Bob O'Neill. And Bob, at one time, was the president of the Furniture Manufacturers Association of America. And he is the most well-connected guy I know in this business. He knows everybody at every level from manufacturer to distributor, to retailer. He knows everybody who's anybody. And I said, I need our listeners on your show and your station love the deals we've had on adjustable beds. And we're we're making deals like I've never made before. We we changed the the, the playing field since we're sports right now, we changed the playing field with that cow King deal that we did at 14. Oh, right yeah. That's unheard of. Those bases typically are $1,400 per side and you need two of them to make a bed. That's 2800 bucks. That's not talking mattresses. Hmm. I'm going to do the same thing today with the King deal. I bought 56 bases. I bought everything they had. I can sell 56 times 2. Mm-hmm. Divide that for me. Twenty-three sets. Yep. Twenty-eight. Twenty-three. 28, Twenty-three. Tw- uh, tw- sorry, twenty-five plus three is twenty-eight. Yeah. Twenty-eight sets of king beds, and I've got two mattresses to choose from. And I am going to break it today. You can come in today, tomorrow, tomorrow's Friday, Saturday, and I'll extend it through Monday. Very so nice. four days, fifteen ninety-nine wow for the whole thing the entire thing hmm. and you can choose from two different mattress groups if you want a memory foam mattress i've got a sealy incredible memory foam mattress they're typically 1200 per side so that'd be $2400 i'm going to sell you two mattresses and two bases for 1599 head up foot up adjustable hmm. bed it's unheard of a cal king Makes a little bit more sense in that price range because in Utah we sell one cow king for every 50 beds. So sometimes I get a deal on them because they got to move them. But king beds, unheard of. So so I'm just doing
4: a math on that. You're essentially charging
1: about 25, 30% of what these things usually go for. Well, let's look at it this way. The one I'm looking at here, that mattress per side is supposed to be 1799. Okay. So you need two of them. That's 3600 bucks just, just for the, the mattresses. The mattresses. Those bases are 1200 per side. That's 2400 bucks. Mm. So I'm really about 75% off. Wow. You're getting two mattresses two bases so you can be up and your spouse can be down or your significant other could be up and you could be down sleeping while they're reading they won't affect your sleep because they're on their own separate individual distinct motorized base wow 1599 take advantage of it
3: 1967 south 300 west hit me with a boom tom boom take advantage of it we'll have more next 97.5 and 1280 the zone this is DJ and PK.
0: Brett Siancia from Pick 6 Previews. You didn't just think the Utes are going to win the South. You don't just think they're going to win the Pac-12. You, at predicting the Utes, are going to be the four seed in the college football playoff.
2: I'll explain the madness behind the logic here. Um, I have Clemson winning the ACC. I actually have Ohio State
1: over Michigan in the Big Ten. And I actually have Georgia over Alabama in the SEC. For that last spot, it came down to the Big 12 champ or the Pac-12 champ. I think that the Big 12 will produce a two-loss champ. I think that Utah, with its number one defensive line in the country, according to my metric, A very experienced offense coming back. It's a very proven staff, so very confident with Utah this year.
0: Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
3: 512 in the zone Gordon Monson Jake Scott Band of the day today Is Kansas Selected by our guy Tom From down here At the warehouse Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts Buy concert tickets And get the latest Tour news and artist insight At LiveNation.com uh, Tom went right To the Kansas card he, he was not wild About my my take About this song And Kansas in general <laughs> So he ganged up on it. you You and Tom both are, are ganging up on me So now I have to deal With Kansas For the entire day So that's terrific Certainly excited about that. We are excited to be at the warehouse, though. 1967 South, 300 West. We've got all sorts of great jazz gear for you. Just drop by and grab it. In fact, uh, Gordon, I haven't seen some of these hats at our remotes before. The hats, The hats in particular are are very good looking. So come by. Check it out for yourself. I believe we also have – do we have Bees tickets too, Zach? We have Bees tickets if you want to go to the Bees game. Only two homestands left. So you got to get down to Smiths Ballpark and take advantage of it uh, before the the season is over, Gordon. The big NBA news, and I want to know basically how big you think this actually is. All right, okay. Um, and has has. Hell officially frozen over because people actually feel bad for Demarcus Cousins, but Demarcus Cousins uh, working out in La- uh, in Las
4: Vegas, according to reports, has torn his ACL. Oh, you know that, that's just that's unfortunate, most unfortunate. And I know that Demarcus Cousins, we've talked about how he used to pick on rookies, used to pick on lesser played paid players, and uh, make them you know take their money, their meal money, and all this sort of thing. I don't care what he's done. This is that's that's just brutal.
3: It is. It's it's very unfortunate. Just kind of a review, you know, he gets traded from Sacramento to New Orleans and then goes down with an ACL injury right before he, you know, cashes in on free agency by the way. Mm-hmm. He signs a one-off deal with the Golden State Warriors for last year, basically rehabbed 3 quarters of the year, came back all as a setup to, to go to the playoffs he got uh, into the playoffs played a little bit and then uh, tore his quad which is a, a rough injury in and of itself and now coming back from that he has torn his ACL after signing a one-off deal mm. with the LA Lakers and Gordon this is so late in the offseason I don't I don't know if we're going to see DeMarcus in a Laker uniform this upcoming year. But what I kind of the conversation I wanted to kickstart, though, is is this big enough news to alter your perception of the Western Conference? And I want to ask you specifically, because when we've been talking about our way-too-early hierarchy of the Western yeah. Conference, mm-hmm. you've thought highly of the Lakers. You've had the Lakers behind the Clips and the Jazz there kind of in third. Does this alter – is this a big enough
4: deal to alter that perception from you? Uh no not really because I wasn't sure what to make of DeMarcus. Bingo. I totally agree. Yeah. It was there were some a whole bunch of questions about how that was going to go. Uh it could be a a factor on down the line. Uh but I just hate to hear that. Uh, that's that and, and you know here's the thing that is scary about it. This could happen to anyone. Could happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. It could any team and if it happens to the wrong player, then a whole lot of expectations get reduced.
3: And it it does drive home the fact that there's a risk factor. They play basketball. Stuff mm-hmm. stuff can happen, and we don't know all the details and and how he heard it. But you know, he's you feel bad because it seems like he's had a bit of an attitude adjustment too, going through kind of this hardship. But I thought I had the same reaction you did. I don't. DeMarcus was always going to be
4: more of a luxury for the Lakers than he was somebody to be relied on. If he was what he once was and had that capability, man, that could make a difference. Right,
3: but I don't think anybody, including the Lakers themselves, if you were to ask them, were depending on that.
4: It, wouldn't that be just strange, weird kind of uh, uh, fortune to have a guy who had great talent but a bad attitude And now his attitude is better, and now he doesn't have the ability he once had. I mean, it's kind of a sad sad story, really. Can't take things for granted in life. Certainly
3: not. Um, but I think the the Lakers are short on bigs that 's where this is going to hurt them as they you know they needed a body, but they probably can go out and find somebody that can play some backup minutes. I think JaVale McGee played better for the Lakers last year than people realize, and they 're not going to be reliant on. I mean, they've got Anthony Davis, so right. they're not. So
4: people think, uh, well, they got him. So what are you talking about the big man?
3: And and I know that Anthony Davis went through this this phase in his career where it, it was almost like Derek Favors in a way, where he was just married to the fact that he was a four and not a five. In fact, that's the reason that that New Orleans. Um, traded for DeMarcus Cousins in the first place is because they were appeasing Anthony Davis by putting him with an established five-man. But Anthony Davis is a five in today's day and age, in today's NBA, where you really want to spread the floor. And actually, not that he's a bad shooter, but his game is just suited for that five position. And that's, I mean, he's going to chew up the majority of those minutes for the Lakers regardless. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I'm with you. This doesn't really change. This is, uh, I know... It kind of swept through the news cycle today, but I don't think that this really alters much. Just like I didn't think last year when Golden State signed Boogie. You remember the the reaction where everybody, oh, just add another All-Star, yeah. onto the Warriors. Uh-huh. Uh, hold the phone. What he was going through was fairly significant. It and, was. And now tack on this on top of it. I mean, it's it, this was not, well, I guess before this happened, this was not going to be, he was not going to be an all-star with the Lakers. He just wasn't.
4: This is one of those deals, I think, where the, the more you experience in life, the more you learn. But sometimes it's, it might be too late to capitalize on the wisdom that comes with experience. Because if he had had the wisdom and the, uh, that comes with experience and the, the, the proper attitude when he had his full capabilities physically... Oh my gosh! Can you imagine what that guy would have been? Yep. He was a special. Talent. He might have been. He might have been the second best player in the league. That might be a bit
3: of a stretch, but if, he was really. If he good. had, oh, oh, you're saying if? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I was, I was misunderstanding you. If he had continued on that trajectory and put his head on straight, yeah,
4: yeah. If I, he, or if he had his head on straight from the get go, right? Think he about had that, that kind of talent. Yep. But. He yeah, the problem is he had the mindset he had, and so that greatly devalued what uh what teams thought of him. All right, uh, we want to <coughs> excuse me, remind you to go see Scotty
3: Enhance at Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy in Draper coming up tomorrow from noon to 3. Take advantage of all Zone listener specials on cryotherapy, IV drips, hyperbaric, oxygen treatment, and much, much more. We'll have more of the big show live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West, coming up right around the corner. But right now, let's throw things back over to our vivid Smart Home Arena Carrier Studios, where the world-famous Tony Parks is standing by to keep us updated on Tour Utah Town Ladies and gentlemen, spanning the entire
0: state of Utah. This is your Tour of Utah update. Let's go. On the Zone Sports Network.
2: Stage 3 featured the peloton staying together longer than it had at any point of the tour. Over an hour before any kind of an attack was able to create separation, but by the end of the day the peloton was obliterated in the final climb. It was down to Kyle Murphy and Lawson Cratic fighting against each other towards the, aid, uh, the end of stage number three as it ended in North Salt Lake. They had about 10 riders on the chase behind them, about 20 seconds behind. That group was quickly whittled down to just five riders. Then, with just over a half mile to go, at the end of the final climb for the day, Ben Hermans put on a furious attack, passing everyone up and was the quickest to get to the final descent. He cruised to the finish line and goes back-to-back with stage victories yesterday and today. Kyle Murphy had a second place finish. Nicholas Egg was officially in third, and some of the final Results still coming in. We'll have those for you soon. But one thing that is for certain, back-to-back wins for Ben Hermans, he'll keep the yellow jersey going into stage number four tomorrow. This Tour of Utah update right here on the Zone Sports Network. That we remind you, for more information, go to Utah.com. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
0: is Tony Parks and Austin
2: Horton. Ricky Rubio, I think, is in the bottom third or quarter of starting point guards in the NBA. Mike Conley is undoubtedly in the top half, likely top third, and we'll see just how good he can be with the Quinn Snyder system here with the Utah Jazz, because he could start climbing those charts significantly. He'll now have quality shooting in the backcourt, quality playmaking in the backcourt, but now you put them all together, I'm curious to see what happens now. His
0: team reached a ceiling, but have we seen him reach his ceiling. Yeah. I would say no. Mm -hmm. I would say there's a real chance that we will see the best play out of Mike Conley's entire career this next season. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 97.5
3: and 1280, the zone hanging out at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service, 24 7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus. No one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park ride, and save. Diamond Airport Parking. As I mentioned, come down here to the warehouse. We've got great jazz gear, 1967 South, 300 West. Tom will take great care of you. He loves helping our listeners. And uh, we just uh, chat with uh, a listener during the break. Oh, yeah.
4: It's always great meeting folks. And and I've seen some of our listeners come in and get some of the great deals that we've been talking about. And uh, we get a chance to to uh to chat with him a little bit. It's it's always fun. And by the way, the world famous Tom down here. Yeah. He'll help you. Tom yeah. Tom will uh Tom will
3: uh, would be happy. He doesn't hide in the big office, so right. uh, let me put exactly. it that way. Tom's down he's not, here.
4: He's not sitting in his ivory tower somewhere. He's down here on the floor with with regular
3: Funk. Taking care of our listeners, so yep. take advantage of it seriously. Nineteen sixty-seven South, three hundred West, and, and certainly that's take advantage. a good-looking shirt. right I like there. that one too. That's yeah, the nice choice. Yep, yeah, that's the uh, what the uh, the Swiss one. Yeah. I for Oh, Yeah, Tavo yeah. Cephalosha? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: even though he's not, it's still the a good-looking shirt. I know, I like it.
3: You know something we're going to have to get to a little later in the show? Um, I know KSL.com had uh, pointed this out, uh, but a lot of people comparing, or the comparisons continue, let me put it that way, with Donovan Mitchell and Dwayne Wade. Figure figured we could dig into that uh, a little bit later on in the show.
4: I was thinking about Donovan because I watched the video clip out of that uh, Team USA debacle yesterday. Did you watch it? I did
3: not. Uh, I watched. I, I I read some headlines that it was not pretty. It was,
4: it was, it wasn't ugly. It was ugly.
3: So, so you tell me, was this something like they're they're kind of doing something that trying to implement something as difficult, or did they just all play like hot garbage?
4: Well, a little bit of both. Okay, all but right. Donovan wasn't. Uh, I mean, he had a nice jumper, but he made a move to the basket and missed a dunk. And he had a couple turnovers. And I just, he got his shot blocked as he was trying to get to the basket. Everything just sort of looked discombobulated. And then I went and watched uh, the Dream Team's loss to the select team oh, you did. of college. No, I didn't watch the whole thing, I just watched a, a report about it. And. Shashevsky was on there, and they were, and and they had some clips from Chuck Daly and some of the players that were talking about what that was like. And Shashevsky says that Chuck Daly threw that game. Really, he threw the game because he wanted the Dream Team to understand that they could lose. So he made really questionable substitution patterns, although when you when you have the, those kinds of players. It shouldn't matter, <laughs> it right? It shouldn't <laughs> matter. But Jordan didn't play much in that game. And Bobby Hurley and the select team, Chris Weber, really took it to Team USA in that particular setting. But Krzyzewski swears that Chuck Daly, it was a masterful job By Chuck Daly to lose that game so that from that point on, they had to listen to him. And they played the very same select team the next day, and Barkley said they beat them by 100. Really? They couldn't score. They could not score. (laughs) So, I don't know if there's any correlation here or whatever, but Team USA did not look good. Did not play well. Against the, uh, what, the... uh, what, they Santa, most, Santa Fe Vipers or something? They mostly know. G League players, yeah. Rio Grande Vipers? What's that team called? I don't know. Anyway, so I did watch it because I wanted to see what Donovan was up to. And he didn't play well. Nah, nobody did. Hmm. And the other team... They were just firing up shots left and right and hitting everything. Playing
3: loose. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it was kind of funny, actually, but whether it, has, whether it means anything or not, I don't know. So we'll get more into that coming
3: up uh, a little bit later on in the show. We'll also talk about Gordon's column, talking about Gail Miller that's up today at the Salt Lake Tribune, sltrib.com. Josh Parcell joins the show coming up right around the corner, but we are live at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Come on by and see us uh, because Tom has uh, outdone himself once again with the deals uh, that are going on specifically on those adjustable kings, man.
1: We just had a customer come in. Uh, they're moving into a new house. When they moved, they sold their bed because they want to get adjustables. He heard the price. He, drive right, he drove right over here. Cruised right down. It's un, not only unbelievable, but it's inconceivable that you can sell a king-size adjustable bed. This is two sides Head up, foot up, motorized, adjustable base with two name brand Sealy or Stearns and Foster or Enso mattress. I have three to choose from. I said two last time, but I, I know the Enzos will be here within a couple of days. So if you want to wait for an Enso mattress, fifteen ninety nine for everything. And then another thing that we haven't talked about ever, and I don't think we've talked about setup. When you buy an adjustable bed, it has to be set up. I know that our competition, uh, one of our competitions on the street, mm-hmm. South. Right there. Yep. They charge $175 for delivery and setup because when you set up the bed, it take, you have to put on the legs, you have to... Sync the remote to the motors to make sure that it works. It takes some effort and time. They charged 175 bucks. The big company north of us, mm-hmm. you can guess who that might be. Certainly, can. they charge 250 dollars to set up an adjustable bed set. We're 50 bucks. That's it. Anywhere in the Salt Lake Valley, we are fifty dollars. If you want to go to Bountiful, we're still fifty bucks. If you want to go to Utah County, I'm seventy dollars. If you want to go to Davis County, I'm seventy dollars.
4: Still thing, far thing, less. Yeah, the thing I like about that, Tom, is that you get these great deals because of your connections in the business. And you can sell cheap much cheaper because you buy cheaper. Uh, but that is a matter of service. That is a matter of how much you're going to charge your customers because the effort is the same on both ends, and yet you're half or more than half what the other
1: guys are if trying. you were to go home and try to set up the bed, it'd probably take you two hours um, I'm going to deliver it and set it up for fifty bucks. come on oh, that is you nothing. know that's not covering the cost of it, but it's part of the service. To help you get something you wanted, everybody wants an adjustable bed, but they've always been four to twelve thousand dollars for a king set. And I'm selling you, you know, fifty six hundred to seven thousand dollar set for fifteen ninety nine. I'm telling you, I can't do this again. If you've been thinking about it, now is the time to act. Come and see us today, tomorrow, Saturday, or Monday. I'm not going to do it next week. I'm not going to do it until the grand opening. Whatever's left, we'll sell them at the grand opening of the Orem store and here at the Salt Lake store. And this is quality stuff? Name brand. Name brand. The bases are made by Enzo. If you don't know who Enzo is, it's part of the Klausner Group. It's their mattress division. Klausner is A-plus rated furniture. It's high-end. All of the big, better stores sell Klausner. Hmm. The Mattresses, Sealy, have you heard of them? Sure. Stearns and Foster. Yep. And Enzo. Okay. Best names in the industry.
3: Take advantage of it. 1967 South, 300 West. That is the great Tom from the warehouse. We'll have Josh Parcell joining us we straight ahead.
1: We didn't even need a boom on that one. No, we
3: did not. Oh, I mean, the... It speaks for itself. Uh, <laughs> we'll have more coming up next. 97.5 and 1280. This, this,
0: this is this Hans Olson and Scotty G. It's what you
2: want. So I'm trying to get my phone to not call me Hans. All right. Try it again. Don't call me Hans.
0: Okay. What should I call you? Hans. You'd like me to call you Hats. <laughs> is that
1: <right>? No. <laughs> Hans.
0: You'd like me to call you
1: Pants. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing. Like Lance or Dance. What is my name, Google? Your name is Hans. Ah,
4: stupid, dumb thing. Could you call me Hans, Ned?
0: You'd like me to call you handsome. Is that right?
4: Well, that's better than Hans, yeah.
0: Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.